0: Welcome to the Get Offset Podcast. My name is Andrew.
1: And my name is Emily.
0: And, uh, well, I'm happy to say my my love of orange and all things orange no longer has to be tainted.
1: It no longer has an asterisk. 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 Asterisk.
0: Or an ass. That works, too.
1: Asterisk. That was a strong start as far as my speaking abilities.
0: It's been an exhausting election week and I am, um, yeah, no, like I literally like, oh, how did I have this together? I think this was pieced together like this. And this is what I had Tuesday night last week. I don't know if you can read that, but like I put like.
1: Are you, is it like some sort of election counting?
0: It was the remaining states that hadn't been called yet. And I was putting together a matrix for the number of ways that Joe Biden had to win and trying not to think about the number of ways that uh, Trump had to win. Because at that point, a lot of those states are red still because they hadn't started counting mail-in ballots. And uh, I just – exhausting week for me, just trying to keep up with everything. It's like I couldn't peel my eyes away, but at the same time, like – can I just, like, turn on, like, something on my phone? It's just going to notify me when it's called, and I'll just try to ignore that it's happening.
1: It's like, um. so Tuesday, I just, I was like, I'm not even going to follow the results. I knew my husband Rick was going to, and I knew it was going to be stressful. Like, watching that man watch a football game that he's not even that invested in is stressful enough because he, like, stands up and it's like... So like, first thing he really cares about, like, I can't, like, I'm like, I can't, that's just too much energy. So I was just down here in my office, um, playing Stardew Valley on my, my iPhone. And you know what? It was a great decision for my, um, mental health. And, uh, but (laughs) so then, um, my family came into town and, um, we were about to try to drive over to my brother's house and uh our car wouldn't start so the next morning we called a tow our neighbor loaned us a car in the meantime but the next morning we called a tow and um like rick woke me up to call AAA a to get my toe in and uh i'm just kind of laying in bed just kind of halfway between sleep and awake and i hear rick say all i hear him say is called 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 and he was saying they called it. But I thought he was talking about like the co- tow company had called us. I'm like, great. Right. Please go deal with that. Right. He's like, And then I finally realized he was saying they called it. I was like, oh, wow. Man. And now I'm wearing my Hunky Joe shirt. Drinking. Yeah. It, but if we had recorded yesterday, Andrew, I think that um, we would have been recording right after they called it. Yep. Yeah, and I don't think it would have been a very coherent episode at that point.
0: Yeah, I think we got our phones started blowing up when I got called, like right after nine o'clock our time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that would have so made we would for have the- so
1: we would have literally been like had just started recording probably.
0: Right. You'd have seen. And it. Then
1: we would have had to stop.
0: We would have stopped. I, I don't know. I got up, like out of bed relatively quickly i mean I, I sat there and like checked the notifications going like oh my god is this real is this real it's happening i can't believe it's happening i really didn't think this was gonna happen yeah and uh so got up and made a tasty breakfast cracked some champagne uh, we did mimosas but i did something a little bit different as i put the champagne in um naked mango juice instead oh, of orange yeah, and juice I, and uh
1: yeah that'd be good
0: that was pretty tasty. But I like I only had like a small glass and like I'm like, cool, like I'm gonna have my small glass. I'll have more after I eat my breakfast. I f- sat down to eat my breakfast and I looked at the bottle and like, oh, who finished it? Emily. <laughs> Probably. I don't know.
1: <laughs>
0: one one bottle of prosecco for three adults. I should pro- I mean it was prosecco, it wasn't champagne, it's just what we had.
1: Well, no, that's what we're that's what we have too. But I went to the grocery store because I told you Rick had bought just in case, like the tiny one of those tiny little bottles of prosecco. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, now I'm going to the grocery store because I want to, I wanted to get want a enough to share with our neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> and but I was going to the grocery store. I had to go anyway because I needed to make I needed to bake an apple pie for a family gathering. And uh, the woman right behind me. Headline at the self checkout. She has had an enormous box of Top Pot Donuts from the QFC. And for those who aren't either in Texas or Washington, Top Pot's a donut shop that's really popular and delicious. And that uh, in so- Texas? There is like a location in Texas, yeah. I think Dallas.
0: Oh wow. I didn't I didn't or even know I'm,
1: that. Actually, you know what? I might be thinking about how Voodoo Donuts has a location in
0: that sounds more likely. Um,
1: they have a location in Austin. No, I'm I'm like 85. Top Pot does exist in Texas. There is one in Dallas and one in Austin. At least Texans love our donuts in the Pacific Northwest, but uh, she's had a big box of Top Pot and a bottle of champagne, <laughs> and she looked at me and she saw like. Me buying ingredients for an apple pie, and we made eye contact, and we're like, "Yup."
0: (laughs) You just know, yep.
1: Everyone was laughing, and like it felt—I haven't felt the that kind level of like levity in Seattle since COVID hit. Yep. So that felt really nice. Fireworks. There were people. Some of our neighbors were just in their front yard dancing with bottles of beer at you know nine in the morning <laughs> right i was like i respect the energy
0: i dig the energy although i'm not gonna lie i'm a little freaked out watching i like the crowds of people suddenly congregate i'm like this is why we needed mail-in voting in the first place guys
1: it's different when it's outside and you're wearing a mask it's a lot a it's little like, bit well when you look at like the blm protests there were very few cases traced back to those protests because they were mostly outside, and people were mostly wearing masks, so kind of blanket, like it, like how studies have shown that airplanes, if everyone wears a mask in concerts and everyone wears a mask, and like there's air circulation, the risk of transmission is exceedingly low, not zero. Want, can you
0: just put me in a bubble
1: the n b a bubble
0: uh no, just like a literal like. Plastic bubble with an air purifier strapped. Like to the, the end. movie
1: featuring and starring Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I think there was one. I think the first one was um maybe John Travolta. Am I remembering that right? The first Bubble Boy movie.
0: I do not remember. I don't <laughs> think I've seen either of them because it yeah. sounds like a terrible plot. But
1: well, the plot is a boy with um an auto uh, an extreme autoimmune disorder has to live in a bubble. Like a literal bubble. Yeah, I know. And yet he falls falls in love. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not saying it was a good movie. I'm just
0: explaining the It just sounds like unnecessarily tragic. Like, why do you got to do that to me?
1: I mean, it might have just been like a a prediction of the future.
0: Well, hopefully this prediction of the future is true uh, in that I would really – I am really looking forward – to hopefully, politics no longer being about just being angry and who can be the loudest and uh, just kind of that destructive nastiness that's been brought down culturally yeah. in the way that we talk about politics. And like, I just want to talk policies. If we're going to talk politics, I don't want it to be about decency. I want it to be about policies.
1: Yeah, I don't want it to be about calling people losers and suckers. I just want I like I I grew up with Bush and I really disliked Bush. But at the same time, I'm like, I think George W. Bush would have implored people to wear masks and be, like, good to their fellow sure. humans. Because yeah. I really do think he he is and was, like, a Christian. And I think that he was misguided. I don't agree with him on most things. But I think that he wasn't a hateful son of a bitch. Yeah. I'm not going to believe that.
0: I, I just – I really want to go back to that because – I don't. Well, not Bush specifically. I'm just saying <laughs> to to the to the point in the world where we can look at people across the aisle and say, "I disagree with you," but that doesn't mean that you're a terrible human.
1: Yeah, I think my favorite meme from um, like the election results was about Arizona, and it was Trump trash talks John McCain for the past six years yep. in Arizona, and then it's the Michael Jordan meme from The Last Dance where he says. And I took that personally.
0: And I took that personally.
1: (laughs) I think that John McCain, uh, though he did terrible things for the LGBTQ community, uh, I think he meant well and at least had a level of human decency that I just want to see return to politics, like doing things the right way. Sure. Sure. I don't don't know if we're losing listeners, because at this point, like, I feel like if you've listened to this podcast, and you listen to my feminist rants for, like, the past two years, then you wouldn't be surprised by this. But maybe we should talk about guitars, because I got some new stuff I'm kind of of excited about. Okay,
0: one more thing. One more thing. I, I want to warn everybody, because if we're going back to just talking about policies, I think it's going to start to completely change our friendship dynamic because I think you and I disagree on a lot of policies and we've just been united under the, yeah, probably. I mean, I tend to lean more fiscally conservative and like I, I've been saying since the beginning of the show that I'm a recovering conservative. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I don't think I've like, that's really come out because I've just been so like turned off by the nastiness out of the white house since we start like, that happened before we even started the podcast.
1: That's
0: um, true. And we've just been very united under that front and I'm like, wait, we're going to have to start disagreeing on stuff now.
1: <laughs> but this is also a guitar podcast.
0: I know, I know.
1: I think you're pretty socially liberal and I really care more about like as as a fr- as friends, like Yeah. If you're super socially conservative and I don't mean like in some ways I mean like racist is right. sexist. There's a difference. Yeah, there is. There is. You can be, I think, socially conservative and not a trash heap of a hateful rhetoric machine. Like, I think there is – because I think that you can be like, that's not for me, but you do you. Sure. And I feel like that's fine. Like, don't get in anybody's way, like – If you don't, if you, if you don't believe in gay marriage, then I mean, don't try to keep other people from getting married.
0: Exactly. It's like that.
1: That's what I mean. Like, yeah, in my heart, I don't feel like that's right. But at the same time, like you live your life and I would rather everybody accept each other, obviously. Right. But I mean, if you're going to like hold personal beliefs, then keep them personal. That's what I'm not, I'm not super coherent. I'm just very excited, but I guys I want to talk about yes, guitars,
0: guitars. Tell me about your guitars.
1: I don't have any new guitars, but my mom is coming over today and she's going to play some of my guitars because, uh, she, she, uh, was, I got my first guitar from her, my first guitar lessons from her, but she's never had an electric guitar until this year. Um, so she wants, to, she's, I think hooked. And, uh, she wants to try out like some of my guitars, but um, I have some cool things. I have this uh, Cab Zeus mono.
0: Oh, what? Yeah, when did so you was... get that? When? Yeah,
1: I don't remember. A couple. It was, it was in the past week, but like I have just been so behind. I just I've been kind of I've been turning things down, honestly. Nice. Um, That's a.
0: I've heard nothing but good things about the Cab Zeus.
1: I'm really excited. I think it's going to change how I do my base demos. Um, I got this, the oc OC5? Heck yeah. Yeah, so I know that you're excited about this, because I think that you know Believe it's probably it. going to come your way at some point.
0: Yes, please.
1: The Boss Pocket GT.
0: Very cool, very cool.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And then um, there's they're, they're not within arm's reach, but I got two pedals from Swamp Witch. Then I'm going to demo the fuzzy tremolo that they make and uh, the Eat the Rich pedal. And I know that he donates a portion of the proceeds for the Eat the Rich pedal to um, some really positive charities. I just am blanking on which ones. But I think they're like hunger, like solving hunger issues in America. I might be making that up. So I waived my demo fee for, for that one because I'm like, if you're donating a portion of the proceeds of this pedal to like feed hungry people, then I'm not going to charge you to demo it. So keep that in mind if you want me to demo it. Right, a pedal. right, that seems fair. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I thought Donate. so. Donate.
1: Yeah, so um, that's that's kind of it on my my new things. I think, and I'm fine with it. I'm about to get a standing desk, which I'm excited about, but I won't yap about too much. How about you? What's new with you?
0: Uh, I don't have a whole lot that's new with me. Um,
1: Yes, I see a box behind you. If you're listening to the podcast, I see a pod. I see a pod go box behind Andrew.
0: That's that's just no big deal. It's just the uh, it's (laughs) just 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 the.
1: um, He's grabbing it, listeners. He has to unplug it, which means he was playing it.
0: I've been playing the sucker all week.
1: It's fine. And
0: uh, this is the Line Six Pod Go, and I'm loving the, uh, loving the uh, all the signage that calls back to the red bean. So you can see on the oh, back, yeah. the back, like sticker. Yep, yeah. the sticker with the serial number. When you boot it up, uh, the screen boots red with the outline of the the red bean. Um, yeah,
1: you don't judge so. me on the presets I made just for the just to show people how to make a preset.
0: <laughs> oh no, I I think I already cleared those. Yeah. Um,
1: it, does it is it exceeded your expectations because it honestly exceeded mine?
0: It it's completely exceeded my expectations. I I really wasn't I wasn't expecting it to do as much as it's doing in every single preset. I was expecting to have a lot more limited options of the DSP and it's still doing a lot more. I know that the Helix can do quite a bit, uh but overall this is totally totally exceeded my expectations. I think the only Chunk of this that I haven't liked so far is there's a couple of the distortion models that I'm not yeah. um, a huge fan of. Like the yeah. rat, the rat model isn't. Honestly, I, I really didn't like it. But the the um the Klein model is phenomenal. It's like what the heck? Um, it does Scientific exactly
1: boost or whatever they call it.
0: I think it's the Minotaur.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: and it. It just does exactly what it, what clone clones uh, should be doing, and. Uh, I was really, really impressed by that, spe- that specific Overdrive model. There's a couple of the pitch effects that I'm like, it's, it's glitching out a little bit.
1: I didn't like the pitch effects, but I don't I like, like some pitch of effects them. in general. Well, I didn't even get to really mess with a lot of them because I didn't want to plug an expression pedal in, and I didn't also, I also didn't want to go through like figuring out if there was a way to change the volume pedal to make it an expression pedal instead. But um, I didn't like, I didn't like some of the pitch effects. Um, I mean with anything like that, some like you're gonna be hit and miss on the distortions and the overdrives sure. and I think the amp sounds were largely fine. Like yeah, the no. amp sounds I didn't like were just like sounds I don't like, like box kind of esque sounds.
0: So I uh, one of the amp sounds that I've been leaning on this week is the uh their fender deluxe reverb. Yeah. Because I've got one sitting right there, and I've also got the model in the iridium. So I've been playing with that um with digital variants on that sound for a while anyways. I'm like, okay. So I know what that's supposed to sound like in my head. So I'm going to pull it up. I'm going to listen to it and go and, and think comparatively. And it's pretty spot on. Good. Um, it, at least for a clean tone. If I crank it up, uh, crank up the drive a little bit, it breaks up a bit differently, but no one gets a deluxe reverb for the, for the dirt sounds.
1: Right. Now, I think, I think the Iridium probably like, I I feel like playing dirt through that it felt like a more natural sort of pushing of sure the tubes the fake tubes um right. then the other things i've played but
0: but this I, cost the same as an iridium <laughs> yeah, doesn't this and is, it has a lot more What 450
1: not even i think it might be 400 or it it's either four or five hundred dollars now i think about it um but i was the thing that most surprised me in a negative way about it was I thought there were going to be a lot more reverb modes and they really weren't. It seemed kind of limited on the um, reverb offerings.
0: You know, I disagree. I, I like the reverb offerings that they had. I think, they I covered- mean, I liked,
1: I like the ones they have, but I like, I was expecting, like there was a lot more delay. Like I, I haven't released it yet, but I, I filmed it. So like in my allotted time, I did reverb, pitch, and filter, and I was not expecting to do all of those in one video until I saw how few reverb modes there were comparatively. I was like, "Well, I might as well just finish this."
0: So I was going through the reverb modes, and at first glance, I'm like, "This doesn't seem like a lot." I mean, it's, at first glance, it covers the bases. Once I started digging into them and realizing how many parameters you there's like That's three, fair. Fl- so many of the reverbs have like three flip pages. Um, so it's like like ten to fifteen parameters you can tweak. And I'm like, I like pulled up a reverb. I'm like, okay, this is what it sounds like in the stock. Like this is your particle verb. I'm like, okay, that's pretty. The particle verb was actually my favorite. Um, yeah. out of the bunch, I've just been loving how luscious it is, but luscious. I, luscious I started, background. I started digging into it and I can get it to get super wacky and do all kinds of cool stuff. Um, so I'm like, I can get it to do like some pseudo shimmer stuff and like, I, really thrown by how flexible it is so even if there's only a handful of reverb models what i'm able to get them to do it covers anything i should reasonably need for a sunday morning uh or a gig or uh, honestly if i if anyone spends enough time to just sort out what their sound is the only soft point i really see on this is if you've got um like weird signal routing that you want to be able to do, but if you're just cool yeah. with sticking to mono or stereo for your rig, um uh, really the only thing I can, I can see where I would want to like throw a pedal in the effects loop is like for pitch stuff. Yeah. So if you've got something like a rainbow machine or, um, a pog or, or something pitch related that you, you really want to, can't be replicated in this at this point. Yeah. They also so didn't that- have
1: any, gra- they also didn't really have anything granular. So if you want like some sort of granular thing, but. Hey, I'm just saying. It had
0: a bit crusher. The bit crusher's great.
1: But that's not like that's not like um that's not like the uh, grazer.
0: No. I, I don't expect them to have that though.
1: No, of course not.
0: This covers every basic effect grazer, and then some SA. The
1: Tough Dugs. Um yeah, I'm trying oh, and the synth sounds were good, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. No, I
0: forgot about that. I I was like
1: impressed. I was real impressed.
0: I think the thing that's really struck me the most is is the depth because I expected to plug it in, I expect to have like five overdrives and a couple of delays and a reverb or two, amp and cab, and like a pitch effect. It's what I imagined in my head when I saw Pod go, but four hundred and fifty dollars. Um and just I know I shouldn't have thought that because I've played with the previous members of the of the um pod line um it's so like the Pod HD500X has a pretty decent amount of depth and that um on just older DSP technology but it just really blew me out of the water um i, I plugged it in i really thought i'd be able to get through all the settings in a couple hours in an evening and i just oh, started going no. like like i got through amps and pitch effects and like two reverbs and i realized i'd been I had to be up for work in like five hours. I'm like, whoops. I
1: I hope that you now see like why it took me so long to get it to you. Oh, totally. I was like, I can't, I can't film all of these in one day.
0: Right. Um, No, I really don't blame you. So I'm, I'm still sifting through it. um, And I think uh, once I get through the rest of all of the the settings and kind of playing around figuring out what my favorites are going to be, I think I'm just going to work on building. Oh, I haven't even pulled. You know what I need to do next is I need to plug it into a computer and start playing with it in the editor. Cause I've just. Yeah, been...
1: that the editor is actually really nice. And I told you the, I, yeah, I yeah, imagine yeah, yeah. that you can re-register it for your email address, but I did use sure. our joined email, our joint um, email address.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, no, I, I haven't felt the need to plug it into the editor yet. I, the, it took me a couple minutes to figure out the button interface. Yeah, um, on the, the front, pu-
1: the, the pushing and the, the yeah. pressing and turning for like the fine tuning.
0: I it took me a couple minutes and now I'm feeling really comfortable with it. And I haven't felt the need to plug it into the editor to this point. It's just literally I put it up on my workbench right here, right behind me uh, and plugged in with a guitar and just sat there and just played around with. I've probably sunk like eight hours of practice time into this in the last week and a half. Um, nice. And I still That's feel a lot. Like
1: That's a lot of time for one week with one pedal platform.
0: It's, it's. I shouldn't like it this much because I've been saying for years that I I don't want to get into multi effects and I don't, I don't like having to do menu dives and I still I still stand by that I'm not loving the menu dive thing, but as far as menus go, it's really intuitive and like if you're gonna go menu dive this this feels really nice, um.
1: My light fell. I got one of those loom cubes, like like six to the back of your monitor. And I don't know if it's that my monitor's back is just – a it's like a little bit matte instead of glossy, but it has fallen down every time I put it up. So let me just adjust my lighting.
0: You're all good. I'm actually – my lighting today is brought to you by the sun. (laughs) I'm facing the window out the side of the room and just opened up the curtains and the sun's coming in through this way. Just filtering in mm. real nice.
1: No, yeah. I just, um I'd emailed Loom Cube earlier today and be like, it just keeps falling off my computer. Like if I could get like a clamp mount instead, I feel like that would be a better solution for me, but. Sure. Whatever. I'm about to get a standing desk and I'm really so excited about it. I haven't had a standing desk since I worked in an office.
0: I I have a standing desk at work, but I can't use it because of the way that my monitors are set up. Oh, yeah. Cause there's a, there's also a shelf right over my desk. So if I were to move my mon- oh. move the desk up, the monitors, monitors just get crushed. So unless I want to like lose half the depth of my desk and bring all my monitors forward. Um,
1: yeah, no, not unless you can get like one of those um keyboards that pulls out.
0: Yeah. No, which I is also,
1: that. I'm also getting that. I'm going to get a nice little stool, but I'm excited. I'm excited to health. I would toast to that, but I finished my sparkling.
0: It's all gone. I'm still working on my um my nun tablet for the morning.
1: What's that?
0: Um, this has 50 milligrams of caffeine and a whole bunch of electrolytes.
1: Okay, so it's like hangover juice.
0: I've definitely talked about it before as a hangover thing, but I'm 100 percent not this morning. So this is. I believe a- you. <laughs> This is just my, uh, it's nice. I don't know. Sometimes it's nice to mix it up from coffee. It also take took me 30 seconds to put this together.
1: These were both full of coffee and they're both almost gone. Man, I don't know. Like, I know I'm not the only person I know who took a very long nap yesterday. Just like releasing the stressors of the past months. Um, but I think it would be a good time to thank our sponsors. What do you think?
0: I, you know, I was thinking instead of thanking our sponsors, we could thank our sponsors. What about that?
1: Uh, you know what? You drive a hard bargain.
0: I I'm known for that. So thank our I sponsors. Have. Our sponsor this of the Get Offset podcast this week is DistroKid.
1: I love DistroKid. I'm going to be honest. Like, I used TuneCore for years and moving to DistroKid was easy and a good financial decision for me, I think, because it cost me like 40 or 50 bucks a year to keep my music on TuneCore. And they might have a couple more like stores. So there might be some more like incremental revenue in, but DistroKid adds stores every day. And I know there's no way I was making an extra 30 bucks a year on those whatever little extras that TuneCore had. I made all my money from Spotify, iTunes, and Tidal. And those are all things that DistroKid has. And DistroKid is getting more things. I keep hearing about it. Um, And, like, to put your music online in perpetuity with DistroKid, it's, like, a $50 one-time fee if if you don't want to. Like, DistroKid is made to be prolific, but if you really just want to do one record, it's, like, 50 bucks and then you don't have to worry about it ever again <laughs> and that's pretty great but um yeah no i've been working with distro kid like every time you schedule a release there's going to be hiccups especially if it's your first time scheduling a release like it was ours and distro kid every issue i've had they've walked me through it they've proctored between like me and Spotify when Spotify wasn't showing the Sunday crush under our upcoming releases under our Spotify profile, um, helping us get that instant gratification for the song. Good boy. If you pre-order a real sensation. Uh, So they've just been real, really helpful. And it's been just phenomenal um, to, 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 to experience the difference between um, what I had been using and distro kid like from someone who's used multiples and from someone who's also had to deal with like CD baby support, because right now I released uh, a song through a compilation that was released through CD baby. And like, I just played the song like on my guitar in a demo once. And they're trying to issue like some sort of takedown order and I'm like, screw you guys. This is my song. Also, I wasn't playing a recording. Right. I'm mad about that.
0: Well, I think the moral of the story is CD baby, I'm not a fam.
1: The moral of the story,
0: this yeah. bird kid, my fam.
1: Like CD baby used to be like the thing. And it was really weird in like 2009, 2010 CD baby just like went completely radio silent for a number of months. And, I was actually really surprised when I realized a few years ago that they still existed because I just had assumed that after all that they went under.
0: But yeah, I still I'm, exist. I don't know. Sorry, every see- time I hear, th- every time I hear someone say "CD baby," like if you say it just slightly, like too fast or slur it a little bit, it sounds like "Santa baby." I'm like, it's not after Thanksgiving yet.
1: CD baby, da, 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 da. I think. I think that they probably um, immensely regret the name now. Back then it was like people bought CDs. And now (laughs) my niece, like my niece knows what a vinyl record is and how it works. I've talked to her about it, but I brought over the Sunday crush CD and gave a copy to my brother and showed her and she was trying to put it on the turntable. And we're like, no, (laughs) that's really cute that you want to listen to Emmy's music. But Emmy didn't record guitar on that record. (laughs)
0: Uh that's
1: all right. I don't care. <laughs> that was cute. Well,
0: before we start our topic today, um, one more thing is I I would like to try something new here. It's a guitar pick ASMR. <laughs> Sorry, I can't not laugh. Are those gravity picks?
1: No, these are stringjoy picks.
0: Okay. Yeah, I've got I've got a stringjoy pick as well.
1: I bought I, some from Scott. Did he send uh, you some?
0: Mine says mine actually says Scott at stringjoy.com on it. Does it really? It does, yeah. It says Scott well, at mine stringjoy.com.
1: Small. Mine are small, but Oh, that's so weird.
0: I know Now everyone's
1: going to email Scott. God, (laughs) why would you you just put someone's? Well, now I can finally get rid of all of those, uh, all of these ugly boys. Actually, I still have so many of these.
0: I'll take a couple. If you're giving them away for free.
1: No, I was going, I was basically saving them to take them on tour. And then I would just like.
0: Throw them them at people.
1: Lose them and not be upset about it. I dropped the pick. Um, I would just lose them and not be upset about it.
0: Here's another phone one I've got.
1: Silver Silverstein
0: Silverstein. Um I I caught this when they were playing uh pre-pandemic a show. One of the last good shows I went to. I oh, know. that's
1: not a Shell reference.
0: No, no, it's a uh, This is this is a band.
1: Yeah. They need to do an album where they do metal versions of I don't know who they are, but I assume they're metal or hardcore. Or they they're, do hardcore versions. They're of- like
0: no core, so like they do a little bit of screaming, but they're also still kind of pop punk ish. Well, know. they should do For- a
1: record where they cover sh- 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 Shel Silverstein's poems.
0: I agree, but they're all they've also got like some great midwestern emo things going on. Um, just a little bit more edge than uh, than some of the original. No, I'm not even going to say that. I don't know. Um, I've got that. I've got some standard Dunlop Tortexes. I've got an Ernie Ball Prodigy that uh, Tom gave me. Tom Kelly. And okay. I've, back when Fender made picks, I don't even know if they still do, but I've got- Yeah, they I've still had, do. I've had this pick.
1: It's not autofocusing. Hold it over your face. No. Oh, there it is. Wow, you've had that for a long time.
0: I've had like this has just been floating around like my guitar cases since I was in high school.
1: Now you're out of focus completely. Wave your arms a little. (laughs) Ha
0: ha. Focus, Focus, you can do it.
1: Hoo hoo. There you go. (laughs) Well done. Magic.
0: Figured it out. (laughs) My camera doesn't doesn't understand me. Anyways, that was a really, really weird tangent on a guitar pick ASMR. But uh, I feel like you know you should make that a demo video just just straight up record and and see how many views we can get on that. Just like kind of dropping them on the desk, maybe drop them in inside a sound hole.
1: Oh no, that would be like the anti. What is? I forget what ASMR ASMR. Forget the order that those letters go in. ASMR. I feel a like shimmer?
0: I feel like someone would like actually listen to that and like watch it on repeat, make like a ten-hour loop of like dropping picks into an acoustic guitar.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> but then I would have to like get them out.
0: Yeah, but if there is like a hundred of them, it'd be pretty easy to do.
1: It'd be it'd be easy to get like the first seventy out, and then after That's that, a- like the, that last thirty would be really
0: difficult. Should be a sequel video. <laughs> sequel to guitar pick in Soundhole ASMR is the shaking again about the cursing and the...
1: frasm frasm fudge. <laughs> it just sound like the dad from A Christmas Story. <laughs> <laughs> fuddle, fakin', fried frasin', fuddle, stitch. Fudge. <laughs> I still love how Mike Adams has a fudge overdrive.
0: That's so great.
1: He's moving to Pennsylvania.
0: He is. Bless his heart. I really I hope that move goes well for him. Mike, if he you're just, listening he to this.
1: Just misses, he must miss Scrapple so much.
0: Mike, if you're listening to this, uh, know that I now have an excuse to go to Pennsylvania. Um, and uh, You have to go
1: to Pennsylvania because everyone needs to experience the joy of Wawa.
0: That's what I've heard. No, but seriously, Mike Mike, uh, friend of the show, you're great. We love you. Uh safe travels. My label mate. uh, I uh I will be sad to know that next time in I'm in LA, I won't have the chance to see you, even if it's not likely given how busy both of our schedules are often are.
1: Also COVID.
0: Yeah, there's that too. But anyways, (laughs) um Enjoy the move, and uh, keep us posted.
1: Oh. Wow. Well, our um, topic this week, yeah, it's uh it's kind
0: of isn't
1: it's it's a it's a it's a cobbled together topic in a way. We just kind of were like before this started, we're right? Like, has there been gear news this week? It's like not
0: a lot of news this week. I yeah. think everything all eyes have been peeled away from our typical feeds of of uh, gear. And I feel like every time I've seen like a posting in a gear group, I'm like, how can you be thinking about gear? Um, but I'm also like, Thank you for helping me get my mind off of things. But there hasn't been like a lot of announcements. The the only announcement that I've really seen this week that's um we kind of knew about previously, but yeah. we're getting more and more teasers on, which is making me really excited, is uh collaborations. Is something yeah,
1: and we love talking about collaborations on this We podcast. do. Uh
0: it, it, collaborations is something that isn't necessarily unique, this industry, but it, it is a hallmark of this industry in a really nice way. Um so, Yeah,
1: so um there have been two collaborations this week that have actually um, been teased, and we 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 vaguely knew about one of them, and I don't really remember how we knew about one of them, but the ZVEX and Chase Bliss, which I feel like just had to happen because Joel from Chase Bliss got a start at ZVex, right?
0: That's my understanding. And I, I know think he that was a lo fi junkie. Yeah, uh, I think that got leaked on Reddit like two or three months ago. That, that it might collaboration have been leaked, be a thing.
1: but I've, I feel like I actually just straight up saw ZVex post about it. But that might have been after a leak. Because I don't, I, I use Reddit, but I actively avoid the guitar channels on Reddit.
0: <laughs> uh, I don't yeah um, I know zvex posted something about it um, but they were really vague but people were able to put the pieces together um, and
1: it's just going to be a M- Minnesota dream machine <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, um,
1: wow <laughs> didn't have anywhere to go from that one did you n-
0: nope Anyways. No, but
1: um there's been a lot of people talking about like what could it possibly be. I know that a uh, like and for the record, we have no idea, just to be clear. Um we have not been approached about this at all.
0: I would like to is, have an idea.
1: I would love if 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 Zvex or Chase Bliss wants to give us an, an idea with an NDA, we'd be so stoked on it. But um I know people are speculating that it's going to be some sort of take on a fuzz factory.
0: I mean, that's been a hallmark for zvex That would make sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I I, I kind of wonder if it's going to be the low, something on, like the Lo-Fi Junkie because I know that's what Joel was famous for working on at Zvex, And that's a very difficult pedal to get for an affordable rate from, isn't it? Isn't it like really sought after?
0: The Lo-Fi Junkie? Yeah. I have no idea what the prices are on the used market for it. Um, but I do know that's another classic that uh, hallmark for the uh, for ZVex. Um, it's a
1: chorus vibrato, and it's oh, I mean, it's not that expensive. It's used from one hundred and seventy nine and new from two thirty nine.
0: But so here's what I imagine, though: is Fuzz Factory's already got five parameters, and I really don't see how much further they could take that.
1: I mean, so, you could do like the ramping and the bouncing with the the um, dip switches and five parameters on the top of the pedal with some toggles, like in the same way that the Automatone has different cl- clipping diode options. If silicone, germanium are known. and then they have yeah, different I mean, options. See it. Like it's not going to be like I, a flying fader Automaton series. It's going to be like their standard box.
0: We've seen right, like right. That. They've they've been po- they just posted um like a, a preview photo of it from the side. Um it's like an olive green drab kind of color, I think. If I check here, let me pull this up here. Yeah. Recognize my thumbprint, Danny. Um sorry. Uh-huh. I'm just talking disparagingly to my phone.
1: You you don't have the face face recognition.
0: Uh no, I don't.
1: That's probably for the best.
0: Probably. All right, here we go. Um okay. <clears throat> So it's uh, brushed aluminum, looks like, with green knobs.
1: I like that. actually, yeah,
0: it's a nice look. Yeah, no, I, I got, it. I got it right here. I got it. I got. I know
1: it. if I really cared, I could like overlay this and post, but I'm very busy this week. So it's two foot switches. I'm guessing the toggle at the bottom there is for presets. And there might be six knobs, just judging from the looks of this.
0: So, here's a thought that I've had. So I, I could see say
1: Oh my gosh, it's going to be released on the day that this podcast goes live. So oh, yeah, this this podcast, this conversation will be dated by the time. Oh yeah, damn it! No, <laughs>
0: when this comes out, we're we're gonna look like total fools. Here, I know. Here-
1: it's fine. I'm fine with that.
0: So here's my theory: is I. I, it could be a lo-fi junkie. It could be a fuzz factory here. So here's my thoughts with the fuzz factory. One, they've released the automatone, which is supposed to be the, it seems to me from a branding perspective is the drive pedal, like the dirt pedal to end all dirt pedals. You don't need another one. So why would they do, why would they release the fuzz factory? But that brings me to my next point is there's a pedal that you got recently from Chase Bliss, which they promised that they were never going to do again. Which is the, do you have it behind you?
1: Yeah, the ayahuasca.
0: Yeah, and what is the ayahuasca? You may ask, if you don't remember. Emily, it's a would fuzz
1: you, and a tremolo.
0: Oh, there we go. Now, zvex is known for a fuzz, and Chase Bliss is also one of their most popular pedals Is that they've done several iterations of, is the Warped Vinyl. I'm wondering if...
2: Ooh a, a follow-up to the
0: ayahuasca because they're not they said that they're not going to do another one but there's still a lot of people saying that's such a great combo we would love that i wonder if there's enough people that they got i mean i'm sure this has been playing well in advance so maybe i'm just thinking my thought process is going out of the order that they would have thought of it but i just think that would be a really great combination to do like a warp fuzz factory sort of situation warped vinyl uh a fuzz vinyl so I, I don't know how they would name that but is what kind of vinyls
1: like, basically a chorus? Yeah,
0: chorus vibrato. Yeah.
1: So, like, maybe the fuzz would be like on the the wet signal. That'd be very, very um shoegaze. Sorry, yeah. cause my second monitor is red and fuzzy right now, so it's a little distracting. Gross. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Um, but I mean, Zevex is always down to do weird stuff with their fuzzes.
0: Yep. Oh, it's yeah. a
1: fuzz theremin. This is a pedal I don't understand still. So weird.
0: I mean, um.
1: So that's that's you know, Zevex is known for their fuzz primarily, but yeah.
0: I, I when, see it going that direction. I don't know if I. I, I see either going any- that way or a riff on the Lo-Fi Junkie because yeah. it, assuming that Joel did work on that, so I, I see it going one of those two ways. Um, but I, if they go a completely other direction, I'd also be very excited, and I have full faith that whatever it is, it's going to be very tempting for me to drain my gear budget right now and just pick one up.
1: I mean, I don't know why I, we haven't just asked our friends at Zevex or Chase Plus what it
0: is because. Part of me wants to ask and part of me just wants to be surprised on Tuesday. Uh, um, oh
1: yeah. I, I mean, surprises are nice.
0: Are I like, like being surprised. There's been a couple releases that we've been looped in on and like, it's really cool to know about it beforehand. But the other part of me is like, I don't know, kind of, it's kind of been cool just to like be part of the, Oh my God, it's happening. It's happening kind of like day of release feeling, but
1: yeah, I mean, that's just one of the things about like you love an industry. So you get into it and then like, at some point in your life, you miss the
0: mystery of it. Sure. Yeah. The other collaboration that got announced and then both of these collaborations are part of the, uh, or, or sponsored by, put on by, organized by the pedal movie from reverb.com. So we can thank Dan Orkin for that,
1: which I might be in. I don't know yet. Like I don't, <laughs> I hope I don't end up on the cutting room floor, but if I do, I understand. It was just so exciting sure. to be part of it.
0: Uh, so. The other collaboration is Death by Audio Effects and Earthquaker Devices. And uh, it's no secret that Earthquaker Devices has been a favorite of mine since day one of the show.
1: And a friend of the podcast.
0: Yeah. I, I have nothing but good things to say about uh, what Julie and Jamie have been up to. And my goodness, I want to see what they end up doing for that collaboration. I, I have no I idea have where no they're going to take that. Both I of them ask. are known for fuzz. Um, and kind of some brutal, wacky effects. That's kind of, they're definitely, they're not the same, but they're in like the same mantra or same vein for, um, how they, they look at things and what they produce. It's yeah. kind of like, it's all absolute gold, but it's not standard either.
1: Yeah. No, so, it's like, if I had to like think of one pedal that earthquaker devices is associated with, I couldn't name one. Like I couldn't just stick to one. I'd be like, Oh well this and this and this and it's the same with Death by Audio. Like
0: Well, I mean Earthquake got really started off with a hoof. Um was part yeah. of like their I mean but, I think it was the I first big thing like, that Jamie did.
1: I feel like they're almost more known for like Rainbow Factory. It's like it depends. it's it's so much yeah. depends on who you ask. Like there's some pedal companies where like, what do you know? Like name one pedal from this company and you feel like maybe eighty would give the the same answer or like the same type of effect um but i don't think you can do that with with either of these
0: i'm going to step out for like 30 seconds i'll be right back
1: okay um yeah so i'm having some issues with my monitor it's pretty exciting it's just all red Oh my gosh. Oh. Huh. It's the connection from the computer to the monitor because the monitor itself, when it's not attached to anything, I don't know. Nobody cares. Um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. I know I was going to talk about something during this time. Oh yeah. I took a nice little break this week from, uh, this past week from releasing a constant flurry of demos. Normally I try to do demos at least on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then we release the episode on Tuesday and then Thursday is just kind of a break. And even though I've been a little behind in filming my demo just because I got so much at once, man, it felt good to take a little break. Like last week on the podcast, um, I, mentioned to Andrew that I work 12 hours a day and I don't remember who I don't remember if it was a comment on the YouTube or if someone in the patreon chat said you looked really tired when you said that and I was like I was I was really tired so I am um, I just was like you know what I'm not gonna stress on it I'm just gonna take a little vacation and if my YouTube channel can't survive, a little uh, i'm just gonna turn the monitor off a little break from me then it doesn't have any fortitude and i really you know whatever it should be able to withstand like taking a couple days off so thanks for everybody for understanding that um i just needed a little a little break from uh filming the demos and releasing the demos uh, last week. So thanks for understanding. Everything's fine. I just was tired and stressed and also have family in town. So that's that. Everything all right, Andrew?
0: Everything is a-okay. Not a smoke detector this time, but you know.
1: Not a smoke detector, not a bathroom emergency.
0: It was uh, a family-related Uh, so
1: We only, like, we actually I know we didn't think that topic would take a lot of time And maybe it didn't, but We have pretty much our normal length for an episode
0: More or less But what would
1: you like to see from A dual DBA EQD Collab
0: Man I think Both of them are known. I want to see some pitch shifting. Mm. I want to see some sort of pitch shifting. I think Earthquaker's DSP platform gives a lot of flexibility for what they could do together. And so I wouldn't hate to see um, a DSP platform pedal like the Avalanche Run or the Pyramids. But with the two of them, I know DBA did the Rooms recently, which sounds Uh, freaking amazing.
1: It does they and, also have the Echo
0: Dream 2 which is cool. I mean, I, I guess the question is is it going to be a mashup of two existing pedals or is it going to be some something brand new that hasn't existed before? Cuz if I don't it's something know. brand if it's a mashup, I could see something like a um uh like one of the fuzz circuits from Death by Audio mashed in with the Rainbow Machine, I could see, Ooh. I could see that just being phenomenal.
1: You've 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 predicted two. You think they're both going to do a modulation with the fuzz?
0: Ooh, yeah. Maybe I don't like that. I imagine they've all <laughs> talked about, if I guess if the pedal movie is coordinating it. Um. I can't imagine they'd like say, hey, you guys both do the same thing. We'll see who can make it better. Ha-ha!
2: <laughs>
0: nope. That seem a little sinister. Um, That's funny, though. Oh, man. Then again, like Earthquaker Devices has done some phenomenal delays. And I, I think one that doesn't get enough love is the Disaster Transport series. hmm And... So like Avalanche Run and Dispatch Master have been classics, but I, I would love to see a riff on the, on the Dispatch Master. Um, on that end of things. I, I think that could go really well. Cool. I'm looking yeah. at my gear budget and I'm, th- I'm going through and thinking, you know, I think I'm going to probably pass on the Zvex Chase Bliss one this week,
1: but you don't know what it
0: is. I don't know what it is. I think I'm gonna hold off. I just I don't have any anything MIDI right now, uh, like no MIDI capability, and I feel like I wouldn't be getting the most out of it if I went that route. Um. So well, you know,
1: um, Matthew's effects is going to release the tech. No, wait, what's it called? Is it
0: technician? The technic? Oh, what is it? The astronaut? No, not the astronomer. Um, I got.
1: I, I I like I beta tested it for a while. <laughs> And I'm like, I think it's the technician, but it's a MIDI controller and it has, um, the computer interface was actually really, really easy to use. Right. And, uh, ultimately like I, it's so small and I think it's really going to make a lot of people's lives a lot easier if you use a lot of MIDI.
0: I don't really have anything out? that's MIDI capable right now. Um, so I'm not sure I get the most out of it. I think yeah. given between that, knowing that there's also a Earthquaker earthquake d- devices and death by audio collaboration, I think I'm going to hold out for that one. And I'm probably just going to, I'm going to buy whatever that is, whatever they come up with. I'm, pr- I'm just going to, the moment it goes live three, 400 bucks, whatever, I just, I'm going to drain most of my gear budget and just it's going to happen.
1: Let's message Oliver first. <laughs>
0: See what we can do. Okay, well, then message him before I admit that I'm willing to pay for it.
1: Do we know when that's getting released? Because I know the Zvex Trace Chase Bliss one is Tuesday, but I don't remember seeing a, a teaser date. Yeah, I don't know, know if there's a date here. Um. Oh, I don't know why I opened that. Did we get more? Oh, gosh, we get so much junk mail from... Stuff don't we? Like this is this is riveting. Andrew and I just on the right. video podcast.
0: Oh, man, uh, death by oh, Earthquaker. Man, I'm gonna feel real bad if they. Uh... Oh. Oh, here we go. Here's the. It's a movie, so they they like they put up like a one minute clip.
2: first thought was death by audio and i pretty much demanded to work with them they're like just one of the companies that i think is one of the greatest pedal companies when i heard what jamie had programmed i was like i better make something
0: cool too it shows both of our unique styles and also highlights some similarities to it might not work in every situation but it's always going to be awesome it's
1: gonna be weird
0: it's gonna be weird
1: Reverb.com slash – oh, that's also being released 1110 at 10 a – oh, oh, darn it. 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. So that'll be 8 a.m. our time.
0: Well, shoot. I was going to sleep in on Tuesday because I'm working the evening shift, but I guess I'm getting up at 8 a.m. and buying it. (sighs) Shoot. I I thought it was going to be like a month.
1: Oh, gosh. That's like coming out now.
0: Uh, All right guys so if you're listening to the podcast still um know that I, right now I'm probably um, peeing myself uh, and i, I I'm w- eagerly awaiting a shipping notification from uh from Earthquaker devices and death by audio I'm, in, <laughs> I, I, I'm just gonna buy it I, so listening at the end of the of the video that they put out I, I was just list, like i heard some pitch in there and I heard some delay.
1: Ooh, you think that they were using that pedal? Cause I heard some fuzz in there too.
0: I mean, there's probably several things in that chain. Maybe I'm just hearing what I want to hear. I don't know. Honestly, I don't think there's a single thing that they could do that I wouldn't enjoy, especially if it gets weird and wacky. So. Yeah. I'm, uh, shoot, I'm hyped. I'm hyped. I'm hyped. I'm hyped. And I'm about to be broke. <laughs>
1: yes. Uh, yeah, I am. I got paid this week.
0: All right. Well, all right. I don't have a lot more to say other than, oh my God, oh my I God, clearly oh my God. You literally
1: just sent out an email to somebody, is all I'm saying.
0: <laughs> the email's like, help, help. I'm going to be broke.
1: The, the subject line is 1110 pedal release.
0: <laughs> Do you send that to Danner? Or... I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right, we're going to start pulling uh, some strings after the show's recorded, but since it's <laughs> already been recorded, you don't get to find out. Sorry, awkward. <laughs> um, All right, well, everybody
1: out there. We're
0: nerding out and we're we're nerding out a little bit. This is going to derail my entire – oh, mm-hmm. son, here we go. Um, this just derailed the rest of my weekend because now I'm going to spend a d- bunch of time digging and messaging everyone and finding out, like ensuring that I need to get my hands on this.
1: What's it? Yeah. Cool. Well, to everyone out there uh, watching on YouTube, thanks, 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 thanks for <laughs> thanks for watching.
0: Thanks for uh, listening.
1: Thanks for understanding. Until next time, my name is Emily.
0: And I have been Andrew.
1: <laughs> Goodbye. One,
0: Bye. Two,